Yo, what is going on, everyone? It's your boy, Cole, and today is Wednesday, the 28th of September. Normally do a little, little Tuesday night action. Tonight, we're going Wednesday. We had some scheduling conflicts yesterday, but we're here. We're making our week four picks um, here with the regular Joe Lucantic, and unfortunately, our good little Chiggs is feeling a little under the weather tonight, so we got the we got a replacement. We got Nick Peter here subbing in. I'm sure he'll do a great job. What do you think, Joe? Darn shame. I know. Uh... There was a little um, inconvenience last night, and unfortunately, um, some words were said, and Zach came down with a case of the cold. So, uh, hopefully, his balls are feeling better, and uh, yeah, we're praying for him. Really. Um, but last week, week three was a very boring week. I feel like week one, you know, that we had those close games, we had the comebacks. Week two, we had some more comebacks, we had some missed kicks. It was very entertaining. Week three just felt very boring. I know from a fantasy standpoint, especially, I put up 125 fantasy points, which is less than projected, and for like almost every team. And I was second in a 10 man league in scoring. And just in case for all you fans out there wondering who was first, (laughs) I had 160 something. Of course, of course, I took the L there. I had to play the guy that scored the most. But uh, we're hoping for a little bit of a rebound. We have actually a London game this week. Uh, it's going to be played between the Vikings and the Saints. So we'll get into that a little bit later. But starting off, we're going to kick it off with the Thursday night game being played tomorrow night. The Miami Dolphins, 3-0. They're red hot. And they're going to Cincy to play the White Bengals. Uh, they're wearing their white helmets for the first time. Should be pretty cool. Fan favorite. With that being said, you know, a lot of people are hop- hopping on the Dolphin train. Now, me personally, I've been on the Dolphin train. I'm a big Tua fan. I feel like everything that I've been saying has been coming to fruition about the, the love that he's going to be receiving, and he's, he's seeing lots of love. Now, the, the way that they handled that whole concussion protocol last week is a little, little sus. The NFL is going to investigate that. Uh, but with that being said, I'm going to take Cincy here. I think they win actually pretty handily, 28-13. to 13. And this is not a knock on, on Miami at all. I'm taking Cincy here big time just because that Thursday night atmosphere, they're coming off of a Super Bowl trip. You know, some more fans are going to come out because people people aren't ashamed to be Bengals fans like they were three, four seasons ago. When you said you were a Bengals fan, you got laughed at. Now, after that Super Bowl trip, you know, some people are hopping on the bandwagon. But those loyal fans, they're going to come out and they're going to they're going to party because the Bengals are going to win big time here. I see big games from Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and wow. Arthur Gomez. The whole offense is going to get included. Wow. I had them putting up 45 last week and that wasn't quite the case. Uh, so, you know, I lowered my standards a little bit, but. I think Waddle and Tyreek get shut down. And I have Waddle on my fantasy team. So I don't like that, but I feel like that's going to be the case. Um, and hopefully Joe Burrow doesn't get sacked 15 times. So give me Cincy here. I think they uh, they get back to even on the season. They get back to 500. They're going to be 2-2 two and two after this game. Um, oh, I'll go. Well, I'll go, Petey, because usually like I go in the spot. It's, okay. it's yeah, come on, Pete. You're not even a – Fan of the show. I don't even listen to the show. I mean, shout out Brandon Myers. Listens to it art every day, dude. Like that is a true listener right there. Everybody's clapping up for Brandon. Shout out Brandon. Yes, sir. Clap it up. Petey, I'm, I'm, I'm not clapping. He clowned me for my preseason prediction that the Lions' offense was going to be extremely good. Right. He, sa- he, he said he heard that and he stopped listening. And look what happened. He clowned me for picking the Dolphins. Yeah. The Bills last week, and guess what? Freaking happened. The Dolphins freaking won, dude. <laughs> Anyways, back to this pick. As much as it pains me to say it, I will be taking the Bengals over the Dolphins. Um, be- uh, Bengals really in a rock and hard place. Started 0-2, and now they got to like really show like, hey, well, we're they're not going to make the playoffs. It's whatever, but they got to like they're going to win this game. 
Uh, Dolphins defense has been atrocious, um, except for week one against the Patriots. But, I mean, the past two weeks, unacceptable. I mean, holding the Bills to, I guess. Their, their defense has been awesome. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, versus the Ravens, it was. Oof. So, 33% of the time they were bad. Yeah. Anyway. Josh Allen threw 60 passes, and they scored 19 points. I just, I'm not a fan of it. I, I'm just not a fan. Of it. I'm letting know right here from man to man, Petey. I'm not a fan. Um, He's not going to shake that hand. I'm not going to shake that hand. But uh, I do like the Bengals in this game. They're wearing the whites. I know they they have a lot of uniform, uh, what's it called, uh, superstition. There are a lot of, they like oh, two and six in their blacks or whatever. That. So, I mean, I, hopefully this will get them on the right note. But, um, yeah, Bengals will take this one 21-18. We will not be having game-winning field goal here, ladies and gentlemen. We will have one, one down the line. But this okay. will not be it. Uh, yeah, now looking at my predictions, I got a, I got a fair amount of three-point games here. So, there might be several <laughs> game-winning field goals this week. No, but in this game, I'm, I'm going to be taking the Bengals over the Dolphins. Um, like... The other two guys have got him winning by three, 24 to 21. Um, I completely disagree with Cole. I don't think what? Tua is more than a slightly above average quarterback. I mean, he's got Tyree killed and Jalen Waddle. You get the ball into those two guys' hand in the, hands in the open field, and they just are on a whole nother level in that, that regard. Petey, um, you're, a le- you're a southpaw yourself. You should be, this should be the one guy you root for. I, I am I am a southpaw. I despise left-handed quarterbacks, though. <laughs> it just messes up the entire offense. You got to change everything if you're the head coach. And I don't know. Uh, but their head coach is great. He's really doing a great job with this offense. It's not a fan of logic. How about uh, your coach of the year pick, Joe? How's he doing? Who did I have? Oh, I Josh McDaniels did my shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I just don't see the Bengals. Sure, I mean, you can't you can't wear these uniforms on a primetime game at home and lose this game. If they do, they should probably just uh, clean house and trade everyone away because you just you just can't do that. Um, obviously, Tyler no. Boyd had a monster, right? Boyd Boyd had a monster uh, yeah, day, hundred yards last That's week. <laughs> This week, I think it's going to be more the T. Higgins show. Um, obviously, Jamar Chase is always involved. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I think Burrow has a great game. Um, it's obviously going to be a close one. That uh, that stifling Dolphins defense is going to allow 24 <laughs> points, though. No, Joe doesn't like it. Uh, but, yeah, Bengals by three, 24 to 21. All right, getting into the Sunday batch, we're actually going to start off at 8.30 in the morning, 9.30 Eastern Eastern time zone. Uh, Vikings and the Saints. This is going to be actually my game of the week. I feel like all these London games are pretty entertaining. Uh, Last season we saw, I think it was Jaguars-Falcons? Dolphins. Jaguars-Dolphins. That's where Urban Meyer picked up his first ever victory. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was a game-winning field goal for Matthew Wright was the kicker. I think we're going to see a... Urban Meyer, like, kicked. Yeah, I think we're going to see a Will Lutz game-winning field goal in this one. I think the Saints pick up a W here, 24-21. Now, as crazy as it seems, Jettis has been shut down in week two and three. He was shut down by Darius Slay and shut down by Jeff Okuda. Now he has to go up against Marshawn Lattimore, who's been one of the league's best corners for a while now. 
I can't see him doing much either. I think it's going to be Thielen and Osborne. I know, P, you don't like to hear that. You're not liking what's coming out of my mouth. But I, I think it's just, <laughs> just the truth. I don't and, normally uh, like what's coming out of your mouth. Yeah. But <laughs> Kirk Cousins, you know, I guess you want to consider this a primetime game. It's going to be nationally televised. We know he doesn't like playing on primetime. And uh, Jameis Winston, you know, he shines under the bright lights. Uh, you know, he wants that pressure. And I think he's going to get the W here. Chris Olave is going to have a huge game with Landry and MT being banged up. Give me the Olave show here. And Will Lutz will hit a oh, – we well, here. Petey, you got to hit us with a 3-2-1. Just, just do it. Well, right. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm hold on. Hold on. We're holding. Cole, I have the same exact score, outcome, and field goal. I have I, Will Lutz. I, I, uh-huh. I have very close. the Vikings 24-21, and Will Lutz hitting a game-winning field goal. That's literally my notes I typed from I, I have, 3 p.m. I have the Saints winning 23-20. to Oh, my with God. With a real Lutz game-winning field goal. Oh, my God. All right. Well, Pete, you got to count us down. Of course. Um, three, two, one. 52. Oh, we're getting close. So, I mean, I might as well just go real quick. Um, I think Alvin Kamara is going to have a big game here. I don't think Winston will be passing the ball more, and that's why I think the Saints take this game because uh, getting Alvin Kamara uh, – whoa, Alvin Kamara uh, involved more in the game I think will help the Saints more. Uh Dennis Allen's done a decent job so far, but I think getting him involved more will set you the chance up to win because Winston has looked great and then he's looked brutal. So he took a tough loss in the Panthers last week, but Will Lutz will send the uh, Saints home happy. Uh, yeah, like I said, 23-20 to 20, Saints, Will Lutz game-winning field goal. Last year um, in the London game, like Cole was saying, Jags-Dolphins, I predicted the Jaguars game-winning field goal, not the score. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna go with it again, and also this is gonna, <laughs> this is gonna be my upset of the week. Um, I don't have many upsets this week, but the Vikings are favored by two and a half. Um, not much, but I, I don't know. I just I haven't liked what I've been seeing from Kirk Cousins. I know it's not a hundred percent his fault. Um, Darius Slay played a hell of a game on uh, Monday Night Football, and Jeff Okuda, you are downplaying what he's been doing this season so much. He is week one. They played the Eagles. He held Devonta Smith to zero catches. Week two. Someone's going to have to help me out here. Who do they play week two? Commanders. Uh, Commanders. Commanders. Held Terry McLaurin to, I don't know the exact numbers, but I believe it was like three or four catches um, for not too many yards. And obviously last week held Justin Jefferson to four catches and like, what, 20 yards maybe? I mean, he has been outstanding this season. And I actually think Marshawn Lattimore is maybe the weakest cornerback he's gone against. Come on. I'm, I'm being honest. I think Akuda and Darius Slay, obviously week one, would take it out of the picture. Um, Jack Alexander <laughs> was getting cooked. Um, but I think he is. I'm not – Lattimore's great, but, I mean, I think Jefferson has a fairly good game. Kirk Cousins loves targeting Irv Smith, and I don't like that. But um, – <laughs> Yeah, I just think the Saints take this one. I don't really have many reasons why. Um, I think it's more so the faults of Kirk Cousins than anything. Um, but yeah, Will Lutz game winning field goal with time expiring. Do we? Do we? Keller Mon will be the starter, right? I mean, Kalamon. if he was, if he was still there. Yeah, I can see it. He, he was signed with the Browns. Do we have a pizza parlay for this game? Is it part of pizza parlay for the game? Is it? Um... It is not. Uh, 
All right, getting into the uh, the noon game, Seahawks at the Lions. This game was actually pretty decent last season. I remember being pretty high scoring. Amon Ra. Yeah. This is gonna be my lock of the week this week. I think the Lions win this one, thirty-five to twenty. Um, you know, if you told me preseason that by week four I was gonna have the Lions as a lock for any game, I would have thought you're crazy. But this team has scored the most touchdowns in the entire NFL. More than the Ravens, more than the Dolphins, more than the Chiefs, more than anybody. They have scored the most touchdowns. And I think they've scored a touchdown in every quarter of this season. These guys, they just do not have, like, bad stretches. If they have, you know, maybe one or two bad drives, they, they rebound with a scoring drive. These guys are really, really solid. And, Pete, got to give my props. Got to give credit where credit's due. Very good pick right there. Uh, I see another big game from Amon Ra. Unfortunately, DeAndre Swift is he's considered questionable on ESPN fantasy, but I feel like Dan Campbell pretty much ruled him out until week seven after their bye. I still see I, I don't think it matters very much though. Jamal Williams is gonna fill that hole nicely. They have Amon Ra, they have Hawk and Sox. Uh DJ Chark's been getting involved a little bit, Josh Reynolds, and Jared Goff has really exceeded my expectations. You know, the defense, they have its downfalls. I know Pete was talking about Okuda, he's great. I like Amani Aruwarie, but still they've been allowing a lot of points. So maybe this isn't so much of a lock, but I'm I'm really trusting my boy Jared Goff to uh, to dominate, and I think that's what he does. I think I see another massive game from Amon Ra, and he could possibly be the wide receiver one for Week Four in terms of fantasy points. Give me the the Seahawks, or no? Give me the Lions here. Sorry, by 15 points. Um, I also have the Lions winning, but by a very bigger margin. I have them winning a very 40, big... 40, <laughs> 42 to 25. Mm. I have the Lions offense exploding. Wait, so you have them winning by two more points than I do. Oh, I that is a that. very my, bigger mark. Yeah, my bad, guys. <laughs> um, with Swift being out, I don't know if it's going to be like that big of a high-scoring game now, but um, I still think uh, the Seahawks, they need to start to lock. Uh, I mean, Geno Smith doing mid. Just lost to the Falcons, and they weren't supposed to win a game this year. Um. But uh, expect a big game. I, I'm smelling DJ Chark. Um, maybe gets in for a touchdown, maybe around the seven to eight catch range and over 100 yards. And I know he hasn't been involved much. I don't even know if he's on the roster, but uh, the guy was very, very – was had a very bright future projected for him last year, and he got hurt. And I'm hoping Quint- Quintez Cephas gets back in the game soon here. If you and, uh, had to compare uh, Cephas, you know, last season to, like, Let's say like a high school volleyball team. What what school would that be? Julian West, young and promising. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can see that. It's just so far this season, uh, Cephas. I don't think has played a snap or he hasn't been targeted at all. But he's but your this, player of the this, game. This is the, this is the game where he's going to shine. He's going to come out of nowhere and score like three touchdowns. All right, guys. Uh, Jared Goff, I think, will have a fantasy week that will get you above twenty five points at the quarterback position. Uh, oh, he's on my so roster. any of you guys out there thinking, oh, <laughs> I'm not thinking this week. I'm thinking that bag, Noli. That guy's going to lose. I'm going to turn to 4-0. But um, Amon Ra was questionable. He's a bit shaken up. I don't think he practiced today. So uh, there again, Cephas could easily pop off this week. But uh, Lions, 42-25. Um, I also have the Lions over the Seahawks. This could be my lock of the week, considering it's my biggest margin of victory. Um, I have the Lions winning it 32-17. to 17. I don't really think the Seahawks stand much of a chance in this game. Um, however, I do think the not having D. 
DeAndre Swift could slow the Lions down just a little bit, but I mean, Seahawks defense really has nothing going for them at this point. <clears throat> um, Geno Smith, obviously, not never the answer at quarterback. Um, although they've been using him a lot more than I've thought. I mean, he threw, I want to say somewhere around 40 passes against the um, Falcons. I don't even think Justin Fields has thrown that all year. So, um, yeah. I, they, they did write him off, but he ain't right back, though. <laughs> he did not write back. Um, but Jared Goff and the Lions did write back because, <laughs> the, I mean, they're, they're going to curb stomp him this week. That's what's going to Sorry, sorry, Z Bear, but uh, you can probably turn this one off after about, mm, we'll say six minutes into the second quarter. It'll <laughs> probably already be over. Um, yeah, this one really won't even be close. Not much more to say. Tank it for CJ. That's what they're doing. Getting to our next game. This is uh, going to be a pretty boring one. Jets and the Steelers. Zach Wilson first game started 2022, and I know you know how much you guys love Zach Wilson. Uh, so I have them winning 24 to 14. Yes, I think I think Zach Wilson does incredible things. I don't care who he's throwing to. Garrett Wilson, uh, Elijah Moore. Brees Hall, tight end three on the season, Tyler Conklin. It doesn't matter. They're going to be doing some good things. And I, I really like that defense. You know, the Steelers, I feel like I would like a lot more with T.J. Watt because that dynamic he creates with Cam Hayward. Uh, you know, Watt has to get double teamed, and that leaves Cam Hayward, you know, wide open for those sack opportunities. And T.J., even when he's double teamed, he still gets inside. Uh, you know, without that dynamic there, now Hayward's being the one double covered, and you don't have T.J. Watt getting in the quarterback. City doesn't like that. Um, I like the running back tandem they got with Michael Carter and Brees Hall. That's working very well. Joe Flacco is on pace to throw, like, historic amount of pass attempts. I don't think we're going to see that so much with Zach Wilson. We're going to see him using his legs a little more. We're going to see maybe a little more in the run game. But I think Zach Wilson does very good things for this offense, and they're going to win here. Get a big win in Pittsburgh, 24-14. to Player of the game pick is going to be Elijah Moore. Shout out. Thank you. Yes. And, by the way, the Steelers play calling sucks. Yo, or maybe you. Trubisky. It's one of the two. No, it's Something Matt Canada. Just, that guy should have gone a It's that Mike Tomlin magic, baby. Yeah. He's a defensive guy. Come on now. But uh, Matt Canada needs to go. But the fact that you have – oh, my God. I, this I isn't even my upset of the week. I, no, Joe, I don't it's so even, bad. It's Joe, so I, bad. I have a serious question for you. What? How many losing seasons in a row will it take for Matt – or? Matt, Mike Tomlin to be fired. I think two, three. I would also say two. I say two or three. Yeah, that's that's fair. But um, you're absolutely nuts. I think Zach Wilson plays so bad that Joe Flacco gets in. I have the Steelers. This was this should be my lock of the week, but I think there. I had I talked to you guys about my lock of the week earlier, but um, I'll go. You know what? I don't have the horn because I'm not in the car right now. But I'm gonna go double lock of the week. Oh. I'm going Steelers over Jets here, twenty to six. I don't even think they get two field goals. That's all they get, or a field, or a touchdown, and they miss the extra point because that's how bad the Jets are. But I keep breaking up every week. Robert Sala, oh, I'm keeping receipts. You're you're not winning this game. Zach Wilson sucks, and he's not good. It's just, dude, Joe he played Flacco, really well at the end of last season. I don't give a crap. Joseph Flacco <laughs> has a better shot to get that team more wins than Zach Wilson does. Flacco passes the ball, spreads it to the receivers. I mean, he's passing for over 300 every week. And 
Zach Wilson here. Oh man, I'm gonna do a little rushing here, but then you're gonna get hurt and you suck and you threw how many interceptions last year? It was brutal. I can't watch Jets football. All these freaking fans, J E T S, Jet, Jet, Jet. No, no. They're gonna be good this year, man. Without, no, they're not. They need they need to sign Lamar next year to be good, but they don't have the money to do that. So too bad he's gonna be I'll remember, this episode on, I'll remember this episode on uh 9-28-22. The Chicago Bears will sign Lamar Jackson. 9-28-22. That's today's date. That's today. He's uh, gonna... I, I thought you meant like you were going to say 23 because you were going to remember it next year. Oh, well, I, I don't even know where I'll be next year. I could. I, I might not be alive this point. year. So... Shout out. Yeah, so maybe. We'll see. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this is a lock. Double lock. Steelers over Jets, 20-6. to six. I'll say 20. Pickens gets two touchdowns. Um, I said the Lions over the Seahawks was my biggest margin of victory this week. Uh, I was wrong because the Steelers over the Jets is going to be my biggest margin of victory this week. Actually, bigger than Joe's. I have the Steelers taking this one 27 to 10. Yeah. Um, my biggest uh, take for this game is that we saw what the Steelers did to a quarterback coming off of a Super Bowl run in week one of the season. Now we have a quarterback who hasn't played in what, like 10 months, um, hasn't gotten the reps he needed during the offseason. He's completely underprepared. Um, I, I get he's after Joe Flacco, but I just think the Steelers' defense eats him up. I mean, Mika Fitzpatrick already has two picks on the season. Maybe he gets three this game. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I, the Jets' offense is – fine from what I've seen. Actually, it's run pretty smooth for, for the most part. But again, Zach Wilson's going to take some time um, getting you know locked in. I actually think by the midpoint towards the end of the year, um, this offense is going to look a lot better. Um, Joe said that the Jets could win more games than Joe Flacco. I think that's completely untrue. I think the range of wins for Joe Flacco is anywhere in between three to five, whereas Zach Wilson so bad. is somewhere from like two to like eleven. Like he's just got a Joe bigger... Flacco's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Who? Joe Flacco's a Hall of Fame quarterback. You heard me. Drugs. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I love um, Didn't he win a Super Bowl? Yeah, he won a fucking Super Bowl. So he won one Super Bowl. And that's, that's it. So one more than I mean, he might be the worst quarterback ever to win a Super Bowl. Okay. He has like 50,000 passing yards. Sweet. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, I have the Steelers winning by 17, I think. Uh, I mean, this is, you know, I don't like basketball at Steve Pearson's house. That's kind of what this is. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, shout out Chigs and uh, fuck you, Joe, for stealing my joke. <laughs> well, <laughs> fuck Joe. Get into the next game. Bears and the Giants. Now, if you watched all the way to the end of last week's episode, which I know everyone did, shout out, Brian. Uh, I said that the Giants were going to beat the Bears. Uh, from what I saw on Monday night up until the fourth quarter, uh, I would have stuck with that statement. But Sterling Shepard went down. The city doesn't like that. You know, the Bears don't are notoriously have a bad run defense this season through three games. Uh, week one, you know, that was just kind of hard to judge. That was a sloppy game. Week two, Aaron Jones dominated us. Week three, Damian Pierce looked very, very solid. And week four, the Giants have fantasy football's number one RB, Saquon Barkley. I don't like what he's going to do um, to that run defense. 
Um, but they can't run the ball if they're down a lot. And I finally think Fields takes a minor step up. I know PD is big on the Fields hate. I don't know about you, Joe. You stayed kind of neutral on him. Uh, I think, you know, he, hey, he had triple-digit passing yards last week, 101. Woo-hoo! I think he limits the turnovers this game, and he could uh, near uh, 175 to 200 passing yards this game. Uh, player of the game, Cole Komet. I think he catches not one, but two tutties as the Bears win 23-17. to 17. Now, people could call that biased, which definitely could be. But I am 3-0 and on my Bears picks this year. Now, they weren't incredibly difficult game to call, games to call. I guess the Niners game a little bit, but I was saying that for a while. This game is, is a toughie. Both teams are 2-1. and one. Do both teams deserve to be 2-1? and one? We'll see. Uh, but give me the Bears here. This is definitely biased, but, uh, you know, if my track record stays true to itself, I'm going to be 4-0 on my Bears picks. I am also 3-0 on my, Bear, on my Bears picks, and I'm hoping to go 4-0 as well as well. But I have the Bears over the Giants in the shit fest of the week, 13-10. to 10. Um, Fields has not looked good at all. I mean, he's doing enough to where we're winning. But, like, once we start facing these – mid-pack, like, these are the bottom, like, these are the bottom shelf right here. He, like, yeah, we got the, we got Minnesota next week. These That's are the bottom tough. shelf. This is the snack where, like, you, you go grab it. You want that top snack that your parents put up there to, like, hide from you. But those are the games you got to win, the top snack shelf there. And, I mean, you're, you're taking the scum of the scum, but you want to strive for the top. And Fields is just not doing that right now. But Khalil Herbert, he looked very elusive last year, and he looked even better this year. I mean, Montgomery going down – Hate to say it, but it might be the best thing for this Bears offense. There is a star in Chicago, and it's Khalil Herbert. Uh, the receivers, uh, Komet will be lucky to get a catch this weekend. I mean, let's be honest here. This is going to be the battle of the defenses. The Bears' defense is keeping them in game, and it's winning them games. And I'm not saying it's like 2018 here, but it may be this year because the Bears are might the Bears going to be three and one heading into next week against Minnesota, and that's where. The week after that, Fields is going to have to put together a show to, like, say, holy crap, this Bears team might actually do something this year. And 4-1 and one going into, I think, uh, I don't think it's, I forget, it's the Bill. No. No, it's the Lions, right? I got you. I think week 5, Minnesota. Team. Week 6, Thursday night football against the Commanders. Week oh, 7, well, Monday night football against Brian Hoyer and the Patriots. They play the Bills on Christmas Eve. Yeah, well, I'll I mean, get into that the, like the six and one, five and one to me. So I mean, five, five and two. I'll get into the Brian Hoyer predicament when we get to the Patriots game. But well, I, two things that no, you brought Mike up, Jones Joe. might even play this weekend. No, day he was day crying. Day day, I've never day seen day. an NFL football cry after an injury. He was crying. Yeah. I mean, um, day to day, like you said. But I mean, this is going to be. I think Bears score touchdown and seven nothing at half. Giants come back, take a 10-7 lead, and the Bears do their typical and get their chum change field goals for the win. So, yeah, uh, I think Santos hits the game winner at, like, nine minutes left in the fourth quarter for, like, 43 yards. And then Bears win the football game. Two things that you brought up that I forgot to bring up. Uh, one, Sterling Shepard's down. I brought that up. But Kyler Gordon is getting torched. He's allowed the most yards out of any cornerback in the whole NFL. But Jaquan Brister has looked amazing. Yeah. If Shepard was playing, he would be cooking up Kyler Gordon. But the Giants don't like to do many deep passes. They're more of like a like a 10-yard, like, curl route kind of team. And then another thing I like to bring up is that about Khalil Herbert. 
Montgomery, he's good for those, you know, chunk seven to ten yard runs. But if you're trying to break, break one big, Khalil Herbert's your guy. He combines the size and the speed perfectly. While Mon- Montgomery, he overcompensates for the size when he doesn't have too much speed. He's good at breaking tackles, but, you know, if you need third and 12, Montgomery's not your guy. You want a guy with big playability, and that's Khalil Herbert. We saw him run like a, like a 40-yard carry on a halfback toss. Where Montgomery's not fast enough to hit that edge, he's maybe getting tackled in the backfield, you know, maybe breaks a couple, gets three to four. So Khalil Herbert, I would argue, is a better running back for this team specifically than Montgomery. Montgomery would be good in like a a Tennessee or a Cleveland offense. But with this offense that the Bears running, you know, a lot of people are giving him hate for the shotgun offense in the the goal line. Uh, But, you know, if we want to stay in the shotgun, Khalil Herbert's the guy. Exactly, because they said how Montgomery might not fit the scheme this year. A lot of people were worried around draft date, about draft him. I mean, he started well, but like I said, one injury, and that's what I forgot to mention. Sorry, you Saquon Barkley, fantasy owner, but the only reason the Bears will win this game is because Saquon Barkley, oh, Barkley, Barkley, suffers from a high ankle sprain this game. It will be out six to eight weeks. Jeez, come on! <laughs> Sorry, oh just God. it just came to mind. My bad. JT's getting hurt this week as well. Yeah. Um, all right, so finally I get to make my pick on this game. Um, uh, I'm the only one who has the Bears losing here. I am a, oh. as everyone knows, I'm an extreme oh, pessimist. Brian Dayball, this freaking <laughs> wheelbarrow ball. I'm, a, I'm an extreme pessimist when it comes to Chicago Bears football. I'm a Bears fan, and I hate pretty much everything they're doing right now. Um, Justin Fields, again, another thing I said prior to the season is not the answer. Um, and it's, it's becoming, it's becoming more apparent week by week. Mm-hmm. Every week. I sit down on my couch on Sunday, watch bears football. I think, wow, what you said before the season started was extremely smart. I said, the bears were going to finish this season, bottom five in the league and draft a quarterback. And again, that is becoming more likely week by week. Really? Since we're two um, and one, we're going to be a bottom five team. Um, Daniel Jones is in his fourth season as a starter. Yeah. He, that's wild. Yeah. Nobody's calling for him. Justin Fields has started a dozen games, and people are already calling for his head. Give the yeah, guy some time. That's right. I don't know. I, while he doesn't get used nearly enough as or as much as he should, um, I feel like he had enough dropbacks last game. He was either tripping on his own feet, or <laughs> he would take off and tuck and run when he didn't really need to. Somebody but it works so much to decide. Very um, too much time to decide. Again, yeah. Um, Clearly, Herbert liked what I saw to him. That, that was great. Um, run game is going to be what the Bears have to stick to this year, and it's not 1984 anymore. So that's probably not going to win them very many games. I don't know if I see the score already, but I have the Giants taking this one 21 to 10, and uh, this is going to be my shit fest of the week. Also, um, we, had the, we had the Colts line. That's where uh, we could win like nine. Colts line has not been very good this year either. That's why well, like, you know, Jonathan in Madden. Madden. Oh, Madden. Okay. Um, uh, another take I have for the Bears is uh, Darnell Mooney, who has just seemed to be asleep for the first three weeks of the season. Um, I I don't think he's a wide receiver one in the NFL. I'm ready to say it. I know. <laughs> might, be, might be jumping the gun a little bit. Might be pulling a little Lukansic. But <laughs> I I don't. I think he's a good, a good wide receiver two, and he would be the best of the best in the wide receiver three position. Hundred percent. He's not a wide receiver one though. I can't say it. Um, yeah, if you were on Pittsburgh, he would be their four. Honestly, 
If we had George Pickens, I would consider him our X guy. Yeah, we should have took him and Claypool, but uh, we got Komet and Kyler, uh, Gordon. Kyler Gordon. Both picks, by the way. I don't know if you guys remember this in the group chat. But I know that was the you know group chat civil war. But right before the Bears took Komet, I said, take anyone but Komet. I said that in the group chat. And then they took Komet. And then in 2022, I said, take anyone but Alec Pierce and Kyler Gordon. And then they took Kyler Gordon. So I didn't, you know, they just don't like taking the guys. He had some back. strong highlights uh, in week three. Yeah, There's... I know. Great. Oh, unreal. Getting in the next game, AFC South matchup, Titans and the Colts. Titans suck. They got a lucky win last week. It's not going to happen again. Colts got a huge win. They're back at home this week. Colts got some good fans. I think they win this one 31-28. I couldn't even tell you who their kicker is anymore because they dropped the Lego man, the GOAT. Uh, JT's going to get hurt, so it's going to be the Naheem Hines show. And I think we see a little bit of uh, Ashton Doolin. I think he's going to get in the end zone here. Uh, for the Titans, it's going to be your typical, you know, Derrick Henry show for a little bit. And then they're going to try and get Traylon Burks involved. Maybe a little bit of Kyle Phillips, and it's just not going to work. I think the Titans get off to a good start here, and then they crumble at the second half, and the Colts get another come-from-behind victory. Shout out to Troy Hudak. Uh, I do have the Colts over the Titans as well, 27-21. Colts got up. I mean, Jay Predicts had a week last week. Uh, I did predict the Colts over the Chiefs, and they did do math. They needed that win, and this is where the Colts get rolling. And they will take this division by storm. Well, I wouldn't basically stay by storm because another prediction I also had uh, about the Jaguars. They are a very good team this year. Um, they needed a head coach that believed in them. And look what Trevor Lawrence is doing this year. Seven to one ratio and a touchdown to picks. And last year might have been the exact opposite, one to seven. Um, but the Colts will get a much-needed win here. Derrick Henry has finally turned the window, hopefully, after last week against the Raiders. Uh, Matt Ryan finally – I mean, I wouldn't even say he played good last week. I mean, Pittman's finally back, so I mean, he got a weapon back. But, yeah, the Colts take this one 27-21. Um, again, second, I believe you and Cole have the exact same pick so far. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I don't second game in a row where I am the outlier. I have the Titans winning this game 24 to 20. Um, no, he took Steelers. I took Jets. The Colts are favored to win this game by three, but I, to be honest, I haven't really watched much football from either of these teams. Um, what I do know is weeks one and two, Derrick Henry wasn't really, um, didn't look like himself very much. And then obviously last week he came out and uh, exploded. Um, but, yeah, um, Jonathan Taylor really hasn't been able to get going very much. As I said before, the Colts line has just not looked as good as it should for the guys they have. There. Um, but, yeah, I have the Titans taking this one by four. Not much to say about these two teams. Kind of a boring game, in my opinion, uh, from the worst division in football. All right, getting into this next game, it should be a consensus off, you know, just clean sweep for us. I think we should all be taking the Chargers here over the Houston Texans. It is in Houston, but I, I don't much care. I have the Chargers winning this one 28-17. Now, I think they rushed Herbert back from their injury, and, you know, I think he's going to play this week, but I th- they're going to change up the game plan a little bit. Uh, whether it's Austin Eckler, Sonny Michelle, or Josh Kelly, tote in the mail, they're going to do some very good things. I think Austin Eckler only has, like, 80 rushing yards through three games. City doesn't like that. I know his whole career has been 
widely considered as a receiving back. But still, the guy's a playmaker. You got to get the ball in his hands. Give him the rock. He's not scoring touchdowns. And he was kind of the life of that offense. And I don't I don't see it much, especially with Herbert being banged up. You got to take control of this game. Start off the game good with your first drive. Get a scoring, uh, a scoring drive. Touchdown, field goal, doesn't matter. Take control of the game. Um, the Houston Texans have been known for their fourth quarter woes this year. I guess that continues. I don't really think it's going to be a blown lead. I just think the Chargers are going to be in the driver's seat the whole game. Damian Pierce had a very nice game last week. Scored his first NFL touchdown against the Bears. Maybe he can uh, continues that success as he takes more of the more of the carries over Rex Burkhead. Uh, but I, I really see the Chargers kind of dominating this one. You know, the, the scoreboard won't you know say that so much. They have they're winning by eleven, which I guess is it's a decent margin, but I would not consider it a Coles basketball blowout. Uh, but give me the Chargers here, twenty eight seventeen. Well, uh, this is not that's not my answer. Don't yet. Freaking nuts. Um, I will not. This is not my other lock of the week, just because of what happened last week. Uh, but I do have the Jags over the Texans, thirty-five to ten. The, Jags. Uh, the Texans offense. Uh, it's just but Joe. Old, what? You say the Jags over the Texans? The Chargers. <laughs> you know what? Freaking men. God, freak. But uh, Herbert looked a little rough last week. I mean, what you got? No right rib. I mean. I've been playing like crap too, but it's just this is Texans. They're a whole bunch of blah. And Lovey Smith is a great head coach. She's suffering. It's, it's they're putting disrespect on his name. Basically, he's by that hire, which I don't love. Lovey disrespect. That's just that's that's off. Uh, but I will say this will be the Austin Eckler show. I think he gets in the end zone three times: one receiving, Ooh. two rushing. And um, I need my Troy Hudak stat line of the game here. Um, <laughs> Come on. Josh Palmer will go no catches for no yards. Um, uh, no, Jalen Guyton was the one that just got put on the IR. I was about to make fun of you, but it was Guyton, not Palmer. Nerd. Um, I was about to say before this, I forgot in the Giants and the Bears game, there was a, a piece of that game that is a part of uh, the parlay for this week. Yeah! Also known as um, Pete's Parlay. No, that name is stupid. Got to be <laughs> PG for the journalism class tomorrow. <laughs> Alright, what's the name of your parlay? It's your parlay, you make it. Uh, I was just going to call it Underage Gambling Advice. <laughs> Pete's Punisher? I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah, that that's there's a piece of it. I'm not going to spoil it because that'd be stupid. Um, but wait, what game are we on? Um. Oh, Chargers, Chargers over Texans. Yeah, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet. The Chargers are going to blow this team out of the water. Um, even in Houston, they don't stand a chance. Um. I think Mike Williams is going to have a very Mike Williams like game. He'll probably go for like. Four catches, ninety-five yards, yes. and two touchdowns. Yes. Um, that's just gonna be. Oh, I forgot Joe has him. Now I traded him away. Um, what else we got here? Oh, Austin Eckler. He's been complete, just a complete tragedy for fantasy football. Um, Josh Kelly and who's the other guy? 
Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle has been used so much in that offense. Unfortunately, um, uh, Isaiah Spiller's kind of gotten the short end of the stick there because, yeah, hey man, he got he's hurt. No, he is. Yeah. Got a feel for the guy. Uh, but yeah, I mean this game's gonna be quite the blowout. I'm gonna interrupt real quick when uh, so uh, one thing on the Chargers, they need to stop playing grab ass. Sorry for the PG thing, but uh, they're dicking around too much. They need to start. <laughs> They need to start getting that clear in the game. I mean, come on. The guy has been your main source of yardage for two years now. And you're, you're literally, like, I don't know if Staley's trying to mix things up, but, like, you're in a tough division. You've got to get it done. That this guy is where, should be fired at the end of the season. This is where the Broncos and Raiders – I mean, yeah, they, they they got the Ravens this year. They have the injury bug so far. Their whole team's been fluctuated with injuries everywhere. But it's not – Freaking around, all right? Facts. Go out there and freaking uh, win games. To all you listeners out there, we apologize for the language that Joe just I'm sorry. Said. We're trying to keep it PG because, you know, it could ruin careers. Shout out, Casey. <laughs> We're getting into the shit fest of the week. I have the Browns <laughs> the Falcons. I have the Falcons winning this one 17-7. to It's also one of my upsets. I like what I've seen from Atlanta. They beat Seattle, who's, you know, not crazy, but they battled that game. And then they also competed against the Rams. Almost made the 28-3 to comeback. And, uh... Good night, Josie. Love you. Love you Joby! too. Shout out, Joe. Josie, can you turn my light on, please? Thank you. <laughs> Josie's 14th birthday today. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take the Falcons here. I like the way that their offense has performed. And player of the game, give me, give me a little Cordero. He's been getting a lot of touches. And, you know, you guys did see, I have the Browns only putting up seven points. They're always going to have one of those games every four or five weeks. And it's just four. They haven't had one of those yet. So I think this is going to be the one. I know they're still playing in the dome, but I think, you know, I like Brissett. I'm a, I'm a Brissett supporter, but he can't be perfect every game. I think they put up seven offensive points and the Falcons win 17 to 7. Wow. It, it's almost like me and you are on the same page this week. I have the Falcons. This is my upset of the week. Falcons over the Browns 22 14. My exact words I have in my notes here is. The Browns have always had <laughs> that one week where it's just every year where like like the Baker Mayfield cycle. Brissett will not always be perfect. I mean, he's done a phenomenal job right now. I I had them going zero and nine until Watson returned. <laughs> I literally had them winning going seven and ten and Watson winning seven of seven and one. But I mean, Brissett has exceeded my expectations so far, and I. Pretty sure the Browns fans are going to be happy. Maybe not after this week, after the Falcons are hot right now. They're about to knock off the Seahawks and the Browns. But uh, Arthur Smith is coming to town, and he's, Who he's not playing around. Also, he's, he's gone. shout out to, from, to Miles Garrett for not dying in the car crash. Yes, yes. We're shout out. so glad that he is okay. Crash. But he got um, in a one car crash. His Porsche like flipped over. Flipped over. We're so glad that he's, but he's okay. not dead. I just it, exactly. We are so glad that he is okay and living. And the Browns defense just stays. We're, we are glad. Um, but yeah, Falcons. Falcons are going to get hot here. They're going to go on a nice little two game win streak and might be the only two games they win this season. But um, if they want to have a five hundred, go ahead. You can you can be five hundred for one week. But um, I think Zacchaeus gets in the end zone this game. Zacchaeus, oh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the outlier yet again. <laughs> um, 
Browns are only favoring this game by like two points, um, but I'm going to have them taking it 21 to 13. Um, like Joe said about the Browns, they always have that one week where uh, they just look like they NFL team. <laughs> um, but I actually think the Falcons are going to kind of have an effect like that. As Cole said, they've been playing well, um, almost had a come from behind victory against the Rams down 28 to three. Fortunately, that didn't happen. Um, of course it didn't. Um, but yeah, I just don't, I don't know what it is. I don't see Marcus Mariota continuing to succeed as much as he had. Um, also the, what was I going to say? Oh, the Browns pass rush. Um, watching that game last week against the Steelers, was it? The pass rush looked almost non-existent, and when you get maybe Miles Garrett was had a vision or something <laughs> during that game, he's going to get in a car crash. He's a little spooked. Um, but when you got a guy like that um, as an edge on your team, I, you just got to pressure the quarterback a little bit more, especially when it's Mitchell Trubisky, and even like the slightest pressure could make him throw the ball. God knows where. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, Browns over Falcons, twenty-one to thirteen. I don't know if I said the score yet. Um, All right, getting into the next game, Commanders at the Cowboys. I had the Commanders not only upsetting the Eagles, but in blowout fashion by three possessions last week. That did not happen. This week they're going to Dallas to play Cooper Rush and the Cowboys. We're on a two-game win streak. I can't have them winning. I just can't. I think they compete. Uh, you know, most teams are going to compete against Cooper Rush and the Cowboys. But, you know, that's what separates the good teams from, from just the okay teams. You know, the defense, how the, you know, how the team plays down the stretch. And I think the Cowboys are going to continue to get it done. That defense has been well, playing well. Uh, the offensive skill position players are doing well. CD, Noah Brown has kind of emerged. Kevante Turpin, I'm a big fan of his. And then the running back tandem that they have there with, with Pollard and Zeke. I like that a lot. I think Cowboys win this one 24-20 to as they advance to 3-1 and on the season. And... A little bit of a spoiler. I think they're, they're going to be tied for first in the division with, with Philly uh, after this week. Give me the Cowboys here, 24-20. Um, Cooper Rush, a lot of uh, PD. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm stealing this from PD, guys, just so I don't get freaking frisked. But, but uh, a lot of people think Dak got blood zoned. And uh, Cooper Cush is – I keep calling him Cooper Cush because that's – He's freaking calling him. Better because Cooper Cush. Cush, same thing. All right, but Cooper Rush, he's good. He's doing his job. That's what a backup's supposed to do. He's supposed to fill in and supposed to do math. However, I don't think he does math enough math this weekend. I have the commanders over the Cowboys, 34 to 31. Not by a game-winning field goal. I think maybe a little game-winning touchdown. Wentz looked atrocious last week. I mean, if a dog just took a pile – if a dog was just walking – and he saw a mailbox. He just pissed all over it and dropped his oh, shit really? right in front of it. Yeah, I'm sorry. It just, it was very bad. And he it, first is his old team too. How, how the heck do you do that? Come on, it's just, it's unbelievable. But he's gonna come back this week and he's gonna throw for four freaking touchdowns. Really? And he's gonna light that cowboy defense up. Um, I think Samuel. I think all four receivers get it. McLaurin, Samuel, uh. Dottich, how do you say it, and uh, Dotson. So all four get in. Uh, running backs, I'm sorry. Maybe you'll get a little yardage in there, but the Cowboys, 
Uh, I kept my boy CD, and it paid off last week, and I think he's finally becoming back in that role that he was in last year. He's a very good receiver last year for the Cowboys, but uh, I think you lose some explementary things coming up here when Dak returns. Um, but the commanders need this game. I'm, that division's very, like, close now, actually. I mean, yeah. if the commanders win this game, all the teams have above two wins. And that's actually crazy because not even last year, I mean, everybody was clowning in this division. And they're actually playing some decent football this year. All of the teams are. Um, so, shout out to the NFC East. But, um, yeah, commanders over the Cowboys. Um, do you? I don't know. I think just Joe has the commanders. Um, I I have the Cowboys in this one, taking it pretty handily, uh, twenty to seventeen. Um, I, Carson Wentz has been atrocious so far for the Commanders. I believe the score at one point week was twenty four to two, twenty eight to two, twenty eight to two. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, the offense was non-existent. I know they played the Eagles. The Eagles defense has been very good, one of the best in the league. Um, but I just – I don't see them scoring over 20 points anytime soon. If they do, then fine. Uh, I got proved wrong. But uh, Cooper Rush, man, I love that guy. Um, it, as a wise man once said, uh, go out there and take someone's job. Yes. And that is <laughs> – exactly what Cooper Rush is attempting to do. I know Jerry Jones uh, paid Dak Prescott lots and lots of money, but uh, yeah, Cooper Rush is playing way better football than anyone expected him to, and I love it. Um, Yeah, uh, I feel like he's going to continue to go to his favorite target, Noah Brown, this week. Yes, sir. Anyone added him off of waivers, but... uh, Oh, that guy is on my team. Very good. Um, Hoping... Also, uh, Dalton Schultz, I believe, is returning this week, or he should at least. Um, he, he's on my team. Got him in the starting lineup right now. I don't want to start Logan Thomas again. Um, <laughs> hope he gets in for at least a touchdown. Um, but, yeah, Cowboys by 11. All right, getting to the next game. Give me an upset of the week. I kind of spoiled it last last, uh, last pick. I think the Eagles go down here against the Jaguars. I know Jay likes that pick. He's a big Doug Peterson fan. I like what I saw from Trevor Lawrence, and you know I've been calling him a bust. They're two and one now. They have a fifty nine percent chance to make the playoffs, according to I think it was like NBC or something. Uh, so you know, Jaguars fans like that, and I think they beat the undefeated All Eagles here and advanced to three and one themselves. Jaguars fans also like that. They go, uh, they win this one twenty seven. You putting 17. an S on the end of fans is <laughs> a bit of a stretch. Bold, Ooh. yeah, I know. Oh, Christian Kirk has kind of been, I guess, along with James Robinson, has been like the main part of, you know, this offense, I would say, in terms of their yardage and their scoring. We were talking about Darius Slay earlier. He might shut down Kirk. So they're going to have to look for, you know, alternatives to go to. That could be James Robinson and ETN out of the backfield. That could be our – is Dan Arnold there? I think it's Dan Arnold. Yes. yes. Dan Arnold maybe, you know getting some, some passes. But I think really the two guys that are going to have to step it up this game is going to be – Marvin Jones and then and Pete's favorite, Zay Jones. I think he can maybe have a focal part of the offense. Great here. week last week. No, ninety-seven overall in uh in Madden nineteen. But I think they're gonna have to 
you know, find some different guys other than, than Christian Kirk. And I think those two guys step it up and they end up winning 27, 17, you know, Jalen hurts. One of my favorite quarterbacks, a lot of people are starting to like him, but I still, you know, this is the second, you know, full season as the starter. I cannot see him putting together a complete, you know, polished 16, 17 game season without a few bumps in the road. I think week four, this matchup against the Jaguars could definitely be one of them. Um, I love both of these teams. Uh, I have the I had the Eagles going to the Super Bowl, and uh, that the Jags possibly winning the division. So both of those predictions are looking mighty fine right now. Um, I have this being an absolute slaughter fest. Uh, this is my game of the week, and the Eagles are going to win forty four to thirty eight. Yes, Jaguars fans, you guys are probably that's like, not a Holy slaughter God. fest. That's a well, shootout. Yeah, Slaughterfest would be like 48 to 10. They're going to say like 44 to 2. Safety. Literally and in the game, but I mean, that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> but uh, I re- like a lot of people talk about Hurts. I mean, besides Lamar, Lamar, yeah, he had to prove for a contract, but Hurts had to prove for a job, and he's doing that right now. And he's solidified his job. I don't think. Like you said, you're a little bit worried about him putting two bumps in. Obviously, everybody has a few bumps in. But this Eagles team, I can see 13 and four, 12 and five. They're very bright things ahead. I think I'm at 11 and six or 10 and seven. But they're a few games looking way better right now. But uh, love both of these teams. Uh, Jaguar fans, like I was saying, you're probably nuts right now. You're thinking I'm nuts right now. Back to back weeks. 30 points scored. I mean, you probably think I'm crazy right now, but Trevor Lawrence has looked nuts so far, and I'm hoping he continues, but he's going to throw that interception to Darius Slay that puts his 10-2 to ratio just not good enough for a win today. So, Eagles over the Jags. I also have the Eagles over the Jags. Uh, the score of 35-28. to 28. Um, this, this game is also a part of uh, the parlay for the week. Um, I, I don't, I don't really know about this one. I thought about picking the Jags. I really did. Um, Trevor Lawrence, best quarterback in his draft class. I mean, by a long shot, I would say. I mean, it's not even really close. Um, he's never a draft bust. Always been on his wagon. Um, just love that guy. Um, but yeah, he's he's been very very good. And uh, this is just distracting me right now. I gotta get it off my chest. Um, I keep getting trade alerts. Thought it was from our, our main league, but it's not. It's from the CBAS Bowl. And uh, Juju Smith Schuster was just traded for Dallas Goddard straight up. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, but the Eagles' defense has been—I don't know if you want to say surprising, but their secondary, at least, has been shutting teams down. Um, and that's kind of what I think is going to win them this game, only by one score. I think the Jags keep up with them most of the way. I think it's going to end up coming down to uh, maybe a game-winning drive, two-minute drill for Trevor Lawrence, score 35-28, to 28, which is my final. And uh, he might maybe throw a pick to Darius Slay. Just a guess. Um, uh, but, yeah, I got the Eagles by seven. All right, getting into the next game, we have the Bills and the Ravens. Now, people think it's going to be a shootout. No, no. 
Bills are going to win this one 38-21. I'm a big Baltimore guy, but, you know, Lamar Jackson could only do so much. These guys are, not- are notorious rushing offense. This season they have zero rushing touchdowns from their running backs. I think Lamar has one or no, two. He had the really long one against Miami, and then I think he got one towards the end of the game against New England. But their running backs have done pretty much nothing. J.K. Dobbins made his debut. He did decent. You know, they're going to slow him into things. Um, Buffalo, down week last week, only put up 19 points. They're going to double that this week in going into Baltimore. I don't even think it matters. You know, Ravens flock, flock nation. It's not going to matter. The Bills are going to take this one very handily. I think Stephon Diggs, you know, playing against him in fantasy, I think he's going to be the one to dominate. I think he, you know, he said he's him. I think he scores two tutties this week as the Bills uh, get right back on track. Um, I When I made my season predictions, this is one of the losses I did have the Bills taking, which was the Ravens. I'm going to stick by that. But for the Bills, it's going to be back-to-back losses. But I'm at 2-2, two and two, which is actually crazy. But um, I have the Ravens over the Bills 23-22. I think it's a very similar story for the Bills this week, just – I think their their boy Ken in the booth is going to flip out again once they lose back-to-back weeks. But um, Lamar has looked amazing. He was my MVP pick this year because just like Aaron Judge in baseball, he had approved a point – a point to – well, approved a point. Point to prove about contracts, and Judge is certainly going to earn his money. Lamar is going to earn his money. Hurts is going to earn his money. Everybody's getting their money, and that's uh, – this is a very big, very, very big game. Lamar, and I think they do too. Before we finish, I, I, I actually, he just, he just became, uh, twelve home runs away from the all-time record today. Uh, I, I just want to give a clap for Aaron Judge for that incredible feat. I mean, to be that close to the all-time record is just crazy. <laughs> but uh, keep going. Oh, I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Oh, perfect. Um. I I got the Bills. Uh, this also could be my game of the week, but it's not. Um, I have the Bills over the Ravens, 38-32. Um, obviously, the Bills, Josh Allen, like, seems like he's thrown for 400-plus yards every week. Like I said before, through for, for 60 passes, which just seems outlandish. Um, they really don't use Devin Singletary just to run. They throw to him on the check down, and they also love James Cook, who has been PFF's highest uh, graded rookie running back this year. I don't even know if he's lost in fantasy. He might be. Love that guy. Um, um, but, yeah, again, I I don't want to say I haven't watched much from either of these teams because I've watched a lot of the Bills. Um, they've been all over red zone. Uh, the Ravens, though, I just don't feel like they have been all that much. Obviously, Lamar Jackson, strong start to the season. He's got to be the MVP front runner at this point, I would believe. Yeah, he's uh, second, and he has more touchdowns because he has scored every Baltimore touchdown, whether it's in the air or on the ground. So I guess you could call the Ravens him. Lamar Jackson has more touchdowns than 30 NFL teams, the only team not – more than that, or not less than that, would be Detroit. But yeah, he's been carrying this offense. Yeah, I, I think he's had 100-plus rushing yards and 300-plus passing yards each of the last two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he's just been unbelievable, uh, back to 2019 form. Um, but even with that, I still have who I think is probably going to win MVP and maybe the Super Bowl, too, 
Um, Josh Allen taking this one just by a score. Um, another one where it might come down to a game-winning drive with Lamar. Um, they He also might nah, – he's not going to throw a pick. I'm going to go – he throws a ball over the middle to Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews fumbles. Oh. And they turn it over. That's going to be my pick for this game. Um, but, yeah. Bills by six. Um, go Josh Allen. All right, then in the next game, Cardinals and the Panthers, little rematch of the 2015 NFC Championship. We know how that went. The Panthers dominated. And I think they do that again. People might be calling this a, a shithead of the week. I, I don't think so. The Panthers are going to win this one 42-30. to 30. Right. Shoot out here. Um, Baker Mayfield's going to light it up. He can slang it if he wants to, you know. Matt Rule, you know, is more than likely going to limit him. But I think in my little fantasy world, I, th- I have Baker Mayfield just chucking this ball on the field. And they have the deep threats to get it done. Robbie Anderson just loves running go routes. And then he gets by the, the defender. And then that's a touchdown. He does that like once every six games. Baker Mayfield underthrows him. And it's no, Baker's got, Baker's got a gun. And then DJ Moore, hopefully he, you know, bounces back. And then McCaffrey hasn't been getting done in in the passing game. But I think he's had back-to-back games with 100 rushing yards. That That's pretty solid. He hasn't found the end zone too much, but I think the Cardinals get a or not the Cardinals, the Panthers get a statement win here, forty two thirty. Everyone knows my criticisms of Arizona, you know, and those, those I guess predictions kind of came true in week three yet again. These guys are not a good football team. They got lucky in week two with that crazy comeback. The team isn't good. They're a six and eleven team, seven and ten at best. Give me Carolina here with their second straight win. Um, I also agree with the Carolina over the Cardinals. The Cardinals just can't seem to figure out the Panthers. Um, Cam Newton beat them last year. Uh, I have them 18-16. to 16. Baker Mayfield has not looked exactly comfortable in the Panthers' offense, but, I mean, he's still trying to adapt to it, I guess you could say. Uh, but I, I don't see, like, I think McCaffrey finds the end zone finally this week. Um, he's been a lot of, he's been the Nick Chubb of usually the past few years, just the, the yardage guy, like rushing or like Josh Jacob, just getting a crap ton of yards, but no touchdowns. So, um, but McCaff finds the end zone and, uh, Cliff Kingsbury could be on the chopping block here soon. Good. I, I'm shocked. I was going to say astonished, but <laughs> that both of you have the Panthers in this game. Uh, Panthers have, their offense at least, has looked nothing short of atrocious to me. Um, you, you you wouldn't think that the quarterback situation would get worse for Christian McCaffrey, but somehow it has. It seemed whatever quarterback you put in that offense with McCaffrey, they would utilize him in the passing game and he would get his numbers, do well, have good seasons. I'm not Baker. That is. Uh, but he's struggled the most with Baker Mayfield. I know Cole said he had, he's had two straight games with a hundred plus rushing yards. Hasn't found the end zone. Hasn't been used in the past game. And it's been getting like 25 carries a game. So again, the volumes there, not through the air that much though. Um, I'm going to do some math here. Um, the Panthers scored 15 points last week. Offensively, offensively, right? 14, maybe. Um, they scored 16 the week prior against the Giants and then 24 against the Browns, but Browns have been horrible. They lost that game too. Um, yeah, their offense is just, I might say the bottom of the league at this point. I, I, I just, 
I can't stand Baker Mayfield. I know Colt loves him. Love that guy. But yeah, I got the Cardinals taking this one 27 to 16. I don't think Panthers are really ever in it. Um, yeah, Kyler Murray's going to throw for three touchdowns, 300 yards, have a very solid game. All right, getting into our next game, we have the Broncos and the Raiders. Joe, uh, I'll I'll let you announce it, but give me the Raiders here by fourteen. You know, I was confident in that uh, in that Denver offense. I said they were going to put up a thirty bomb on Sunday Night Football, and I couldn't have been more wrong. They won eleven to ten. Boy, was that you know quite a game. Very entertaining one to watch. Uh, and I think, you know, I'm just going to throw everything I said last week out the window. They suck. They're putting up another 10 banger. And I think the uh, the Raiders here win this one 24 to 10. Hopefully they get Devontae Adams involved a little more. I know he's had, he's had a touchdown in each of their three games. I think maybe he had two week one. Uh, but he's got he's, he's gotten in the end zone every single game this year. I think that's no different. Uh, but, you know, they want to they have him get a little more yards. I think he's had 48 receiving yards in the last two weeks. That needs to change. He had like 150, something like that in week one. They want to lean towards that. Let him be the focal point of this offense. Take some pressure off of Mac Hollins, who's just been carrying the hell out of this offense, and uh, give the ball to your playmaker. Uh, uh, yeah, this is my only lock of the week. I have the Raiders over the Broncos, 42-17. to 17. Um, The Raiders are going to blow the Broncos out of the water. The Broncos have looked atrocious. And I think that continues. The Broncos, the Broncos will either win this game 42-17 or they're going to lose 42-17. So um, the score is going to be 42-17 no matter what. And I think that's a lock in this game, <laughs> to be honest. But uh, the Raiders need to win. And they need to start winning now. Uh, I had them at 12-5, so they need Joe, to go 12-2 and two end of the season. Do they have to start winning later? No, now. Right now. Now. <laughs> um, my boy, Albert Akabuana. Uh, Hold on, Okawebu now. I remember. Okawebu. Yeah, you're right. Yep, yep. He'll be getting a garbage time touchdown. So everybody's got to look out for that. And once he gets that, I will record uh, like a video or something. Maybe I could play it for the podcast next week. But like, I'm gonna go nuts. Like that guy is the he's the heart and soul of our podcast here. He's the new Dan. He's the new. He's the new uh, Scotty Miller. You know what? JFM. JFM. J freaking F. Yeah. You know what? But, um, Actually, fuck that guy. He tried to. Assault uh, Joe Burrow last weekend. Um, <laughs> good, good, but uh, yeah, Raiders lock. Oh. Um, do both of you have the Raiders in this one? Yep, yeah, he has the Broncos because he just loves them. He just I loves don't, them. I don't really like the Broncos. Actually, I've uh, had Cortland Sutton and Javante Williams on the fantasy team, so I have been watching a lot of Broncos football, and wow. Nathaniel Hackett just does not know how to run a football team. And I don't think Josh McDaniels really does either. I think to make this game a little more interesting, we just say whoever loses it gets fired. That would be sick. <laughs> I mean, the game would be so much more entertaining. Everything on the table. Um, uh, but no, seriously, I have the Broncos winning this one 21-17. Um, I think it's going to be kind of a snooze fest like all of their games have been. Um, Cortland Sutton, hopefully going to continue. Is very good season so far. I believe he's fifth in receiving yards in the NFL. Um, yeah, not much else to say about this one. I don't like either of these teams that much, really, even though I picked the Raiders to win the Super Bowl. And now I'm going 0-4 to start the year. So, Dang. All right, getting into our next game. 
We're in week four. I have yet to predict a shutout. That is going to change. Patriots at the Packers at Lambeau Field. You know, with Mac Jones being out, you have to assume that the Patriots' fourth-round pick, Bailey Zappi, is going to start. Last season at Western Kentucky, shout-out Ty Botticich, set the NCAA record for passing touchdowns and yards in a season. He beat Joe Burrow's record. He was slanging that rock. So, you know, you have to assume that he's going to start in place of Mac Jones. No, they're starting Brian Hoyer. If they were starting Zappi, I literally just changed my pick. I had the Patriots winning at Lambeau. Not anymore. The Packers take this one 28-0. Brian Hoyer does not even cross the 50-yard line. Hopefully, Bailey Zappi gets in there at some point. This team is going to suck. I know they're a run-heavy offense, but I, God, I hate Brian Hoyer. And uh, Packers, you know, they've, they've been switching between Jones and Dillon. Give me A.J. Dillon here in this one. Shout out Pete. I know Petey likes that. I think Dillon's going to be toting the mail mainly in this one. Um, I have this being a very defensive heavy game, kind of like last weekend's game for the Packers and Bucks, fourteen to twelve. That was, but um, I have it seventeen ten. Even I don't care who plays quarterback for uh, the, the Patriots. Either way, they're going to put up ten points, a nice little chip shot field goal, and then uh, a touchdown, maybe like by Ramondre Stevenson or I don't know whoever gotten the freaking ball there. Uh, I will not unsend that message, but <laughs> I, yeah, it's just, it's going to be a very defensive, your typical Belichick game, uh, just very defensive, but they're unfortunately going to fall to one and three, right? Yeah. Yeah. Three. I also have the Packers winning this one. It is going to be my lock of the week, although I don't have the Packers winning by much. It, I have a 27-21 final score. Um, I I think Belichick just keeps up with teams very well, or he seemed to, apart from the Dolphins in week one. That was a little different. Um, I, I don't think the quarterback situation is going to be too much of an issue. I feel like I don't really know how to explain what the Patriots do with quarterbacks, but it's, I, like, I don't think Mac Jones would be good anywhere else is what I'm kind of trying to say here. Hmm. Um, it's really, it's really the system that uh, Casey loves talking about. Why uh, Tom Brady was so good there? Um, yeah, I think that's what keeps him in this game. Obviously, he's still not going to win, um, but yeah, I also think AJ Dillon's going to have one hell of a game. And this is also part of the four leg parlay. We got one more to go. Oh wait, wait, no, we already went over the Broncos game. I didn't, I didn't say that. That was also part of it. Whole thing's covered. I'll go over All right. Here. Getting into our Sunday night game, Chiefs and the Buccaneers. Uh, Mike Evans is back. That is big time. The Buccaneers offense has not looked good. They did decent at the in the back half, really the fourth quarter of that game against uh, New Orleans. Looked terrible against the Packers defense last week at home. They're back at home this week, primetime game. The Maybe. offense is going to do well, but the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes and company, you know, shout out. We love him here. Uh, I think he just going to do a little bit better. Uh, oh, my God. This is literally the shout-out bowl. Shout-out Tom Brady, but we would be remiss to not give a shout-out to Mahomes. This is the Hey Babe podcast bowl. And uh, with that being said, the Chiefs are going to win this one, 31-27. A little Super Bowl 55, 56, 56. Super Bowl 56 rematch, and Mahomes and company come out on top this time. And player of the game, give me uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. 
Um, and the Chiefs are the Bucks, thirty to seventeen. The Bucks defense has been solid, but the offense has been—I will say the word again—atrocious. But um, it, like you said, it's the it's the hey babe freaking ball right here. I I think I think uh, Sal, Joe, Q, Murr, and Chris and all that—they just just fly out there. Go watch it. Go go enjoy yourselves this weekend. Have a nice weekend off. Um, I'd like to see a new little boat on uh. Uh, in, uh, Twitter, or I'd, I'd just love a good scented candle or something like that. Yeah, just, just sweep something out. It's been a while. It's been a while, but uh, Chiefs take this one. Uh, big game. Uh, this is the second time I'm going with this guy. He has not had a big game yet. This is the week. MBS. Nice. Goes on. MPS is crazy. Um, I, I'm actually doing this right now on my phone. I had a change of heart. I had the score, keeping it the same, 34 to 31. Had this as my game of the week. And I, I did originally have Chiefs over Bucks, but you know what? I'm just going to switch it right now. I'm going to go Bucks over Chiefs here. Um, and really, the only reason I'm doing this is the Bucks have a better story. I mean, there's a hurricane hitting right now, right at home. I'm not even sure if will be playing in Tampa this week. It's, oh, I didn't even think about that. It's, it's still on in Tampa Bay right now. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if they're going to play there. Um, might be playing somewhere else off site. Um, but yeah, I think Tom Brady kind of, uh, comes back this game and, uh, returns to his, uh, form that he's been in for the past two seasons. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think, who, does he have any of his receivers back this week? Uh, Mike Evans is off suspension, oh. and then Julio's going to be questionable, and I think Godwin's out. Yeah, so Mike Evans back, obviously a huge, huge deal. Um, Julio, maybe, maybe a little uh, Rashad Perriman in there. Loves going to him. Uh, but yeah, I got the Bucks by three, and actually, I have a name for this game. Um, we're going to go with the shout-out Tom Brady Bowl. But we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Patrick Mahomes, sponsored by Braden Myers. <laughs> All right, getting into our final game, Monday Night Football, Rams and the Niners. You know, I, I'm sorry, listeners at home, especially Braden. I wish I could, you know, end you off with a, with a better game, but unfortunately this is going to be a blowout. Uh, Rams win this one 38-13. Garoppolo stinks. Matt Stafford and company. They haven't had an extreme offensive breakout in any of their games. I guess Atlanta week two is a little mini breakout, but they kind of struggled in the second half. This one, they're really going to light it up. Uh, they're going to be at, I guess, it's not Candlestick Park anymore. I don't know what it's called. They're going to be in San Fran, and I'm sorry to all you Niners fans, but the Rams are going to light it up. I don't know who's getting the football there. It's A-Rob, Cooper Cup, Cam Akers, Ben Skaronic. Uh They're going to score lots of points, and the 49ers will not. So give me the Rams here, 38-13. to I will be taking the Rams over the Niners 24-17. Just your typical game. Just uh, win by a touchdown. I mean, Stafford goes to Cup. Uh, he's going to go to him a few times. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. But uh, It's going to feel really good. <laughs> it's not, sadly. But, I mean, I, a couple of get in the end zone a few times. I'm be pissed about it. But we got brighter things ahead. So, uh Rams win this game. Nice. Um, I 
I don't have the Rams winning this game. I have the favorite of this game somehow. I'm honestly not sure how they are. Uh, the Niners winning at home uh, by by one point, 28 to 27. Possibly a Robbie Gold game-winning field goal from 44 yards out. It's just a possibility. Not a guess. Um, but, yeah, again, haven't really seen much from the Niners ever since Trey uh, Lance got hurt. I think that was like two weeks ago, say ever since. Um, but, I, I, you know what, I, I just got a feeling. I, I don't like that feeling. He's got a feeling. Got a feeling. And uh, before we end things here, I'm going to go over my uh, my underage gambling advice. Going to go through it, uh, Troy. If there's any part of this that you want to listen to, it's now um, <laughs> because this is free money. Uh, so starting off, we got Eagles Jags total over over 48 and a half. Um, both of these teams have been scoring lots and lots of points. I think this is. It's a pretty easy one there. And then another pretty easy one, Giants-Bears total under 39. I know that's set pretty Dude, That's low. very low. I know. I would say that's set very low. But I I still think it's going to hit. Neither of those teams score any points. Um, neither of them take shots down the field. I think it's, it's going to be a good pick. Another one that Cole's not going to like. Um, the Packers are favored by 10.5 points, which is extremely high. So I'm going to take the Patriots – spread here plus ten and a half I think they're gonna lose by less than 11 points I mean that should be free in a Bill Belichick world um and then last but not least this is probably the scariest one here is just gonna be straight up money line for the Broncos uh so there you go Troy uh free free bread all right thank you to Nick Peter for filling in for Chigs we hope you get better um, Aaron Judge, home run number 61. 12 more to go. We also have uh, more breaking news. For really? The first time ever in Outside the Box podcast history, a fantasy football trade will be going down mid-episode. Wow. Um, team what? Pearson will be getting Cooper Cup, Javante Williams, and Terry McLaurin. And Team Lukansic will be receiving DeAndre Swift, Devontae Adams, T. Higgins, Jacoby Myers, and Darnell Mooney. Oh, my God. There you go, folks. See you week five, and uh, don't do drugs. See ya. (laughs)